go ahead. Can, go ahead. Oh no, yeah, just, people just like listening to it because it's genuine, and yeah. they they don't. We got cut off, by the way. Yeah, we got cut off. Bit. Um, but we're back at it. But yeah. yeah. So in this part, uh, if you missed it, my wife has come home. Hi. And uh, shh. And uh, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello. This is my podcast. This is our podcast. Um, but you introduced me, so I'm saying hello. Okay. Oh, she's saying hello. <laughs> All right. Um, and then Joel and Brooke are here. They've been married ten years. You probably knew that from the first, uh, the um, not first episode, but uh, part one. Part, part one. one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then so we talked about psychological now. warfare between women. Oh yeah, women. <laughs> Yeah, we did. It probably didn't get recorded, so it's whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna edit anything. You just hear it the way it comes out. So congratulations. Um. <laughs> oh, while we're talking about that, I had a lady Here ask me. Oh, you're fine. I had a lady <laughs> ask me to be on her women empowerment show since I was a female in a male dominant industry, and she wanted me to come on and talk about how, you know, as a woman, I'm doing something that's you know, not a lot of women do. And she's like, you can come on and you can just talk about it and we'll just be encouraging each other. You know what? First of all, it's fine if you have to get your jollies by getting your butt smacked and patted and whatever. But I'm not going on your women empowerment show because I'm just as capable as anybody else and I don't need a high five for it. Yeah. And I think she got upset at me about that, but I'm I'm not I'm not really for all that. I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah, not at all. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, I think it's extra. If if I can do the same thing that a man can do, that's fantastic. You don't, don't need validation. No, yeah. no, right. it's great. And yeah, I think yeah. I think more women who need that validation, they're lacking something. Mm-hmm. There's something lacking there to make for them to have to feel like, oh, I can have a cookie because I can weld. Like, good job. You know, there's lots of people who weld. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Are you saying this is the equivalent of a of a, a little man with a big truck? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, exactly. all right. Yeah. Okay, you learned something new. Every day. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, it it just tears up my nerves. Like I, I can't stand it. Yeah. Your thoughts on feminism? <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I, I'll ask you like okay. I asked. You you do uh, that then. So there's. First, second, and third wave feminism. I don't know if there's a fourth wave. I guess sort of, in a way, there is. All this craziness going on now. But uh, what are your thoughts on the previous uh, feminist waves? What about, what do you think about the uh, third one? Well, I'll just go with the third one. Because as far as I know, that exists. And what do you think feminism should be? Um, First... What do you mean, first, second, third, fem- like I don't like first wave is like uh, what well, started establishing the rights and like uh, right women. to vote and okay, do I you, don't. Do you think it had a good purpose of establishing things or just from there? What do you think? I'm torn on that. I don't think us as women are less as people, mm. but um. Leading into saying, I don't think a woman should be president. We were too emotional for that. We think with our emotions, one day we'll blow up a country. The next day, we're sorry. Um, I don't think we have no business in 
and higher authorities like that. Mm. Um, some women may be capable, but I really, I, I really think we all, for the most part, face the same way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's always an exception to the rule, right? Yeah. Um, and I feel like if we'd kept our mouth shut a long time ago, we could be sitting at home eating bonbons, watching Jerry Springer while y'all are out slaving away. Yeah. Like I feel like I would be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Might have kept the family, whole, huh? <laughs> yeah, nuclear right. family. Well, I mean, right. and being a being a mom, I've heard it time and time again. It's a full time job. It it yeah, really and so. truly is. I only have one, so I couldn't imagine your four. Yeah. Um, but I stayed home with Kaylin for six years, and it it took a toll on my brain. I ain't gonna it lie. Does. Um, I had to get out of the house sometimes. I love my kid. I love her to death. But every now and then, I just needed to get out of the house. Just like with, we were talking about being married. It's healthy. It is to healthy. To have that time away from one another. And another thing, when a mom is around the kids so much, they, they tend not to listen as well as they do to dad. Because when dad comes in and he says something, they or he can like look at them or whatever, they automatically are like, oh, crap, that's home. He told me no. Yeah. But we can tell them something, and it's a like... A million times, and they just keep pushing. Like, what is that noise? Is it, yeah. is, who's talking to me? Pushing the boundaries. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I see, you know, as far as women working and stuff, I see it both sides. Mm. But again, as far as women being an authority, I think it's stupid. Do you think it's important for women to be resourceful? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So there's a healthy part of mm -hmm. true feminism. Right. Yes. People should be self reliant. Of course. Which is. Because let's just say. say, Yeah, go ahead. Let's just say I'm with with Harold, and for whatever reason, God forbid, something happens to him. Mm. I need to know how to. I love you. <laughs> I, I need to know how to be able to take care of myself and how to take care of... <laughs> We're not talking about that right now. Um, Jokes on you don't have one. That's not accurate. Oh, I have <laughs> Anyways. Um, but I need to know how to take care of things. I need to know how to do odds and ends stuff around the house. I need to be able to go out and get a job and provide. I, I need to know these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to fully rely on him. A, that's not really fair, yeah. leaving everything for him to do, mm. you know, but at, at the same time, what is fair? You know, like, yeah. I don't, I don't know where to draw that line, mm. but I also think that, <clears throat> that it's, it's very helpful to be able to do other things, you know, like when we have a garden, I get outside with him and I do that. Mm. Um, you know, if something needs to be fixed in the house, You're I'm really like, here, I'll help you. Food. Yeah, I can, I can, can, I can do all these things, and you know, I, I think that's good to be able to, to do the things, and I can learn from him, yeah. you know. Um, but I think it goes back to women sometimes are, sometimes are mean, and we think we have to be in control of everything, mm-hmm. and I think control is a big problem too. Um, mm-hmm. that if they do it one way, it's like, you're not doing that. Why are you folding the towels that way? 
I don't know why this is a thing, but it why, is. Yeah, <laughs> like, why are you folding the towels like that? That's not how I fold them. Just shut up. He's folding towels. Let it happen and walk away quietly. Like, maybe he'll do the rest of it, too. I didn't know etiquette <laughs> on folding towels either, but now I know. Yeah. There's a right and wrong way. Yeah. I fold it into a square. And leaving it in the basket is not the accurate thing to do. Ah. Seems right. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after it's folded, just Bash, put it. This is, this no. is the towels. <laughs> Shower. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... As long as it's dry and somewhere I can get to it. Yeah. I'll I mean, take a damp towel sometimes. I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of one. <laughs> I'm terrible. Uh, but, oh, okay. So, um... Toilet paper roll. Uh, just, Inside or out? Uh, yeah. Over top. Oh, you got over, over, top. over top. Every time. He like, learned this while I was pregnant. Over, yeah. over, over top as in like the top's coming it out. Pulls, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where you out. just pull it and it comes yeah, out. That, Dude, yeah. I just I put it on the counter. Just leave it on the counter. But I heard the reason why. finger it. Yeah. Do this right here. Do my business. It makes it perfect. I don't have to pull it down and fold it. I can just wrap it around my hand. Boom. Perfect. <laughs> Our house came with a toilet paper holder that I never installed. <laughs> no, it's still in the cabinet. I don't believe in it. I don't Apparently either. Apparently not. Just like, sit it on the back of the toilet. It's there. You can pick it up and you can turn it if you want to do it this way. Yeah. But I heard the reason why people do it the other way is if they have cats. Because uh, going under? Yeah, because the yeah, cat will yeah, try to pull claw it down. And keep yeah. flipping. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well. If you put it on the back of your toilet, it falls in. It's happened. This happened. We have a lot of kids, so oh, okay. Well, that's fair. Well, that's why the counter, the, the sink, is right there <laughs> yeah. on the side. But then it's it goes perfect. in the sink. Then the sink. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. The sink is over here on ours. On ours. <laughs> on ours. Personally. Uh, because you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Please yeah. pardon me. Yes, you are pardoned. I'm a woman. I I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Glad yes, clear that up. Okay, <laughs> as long as I know, <laughs> got it. We're on got the it. same page here. <laughs> um, no, I, I think uh, I think it. But you know, that's not a thing. What? Not a lot of women think that way. Like about what? That just because I don't know, they're as far as like authority goes, as far as like president goes, and not a lot of women. They're like, yeah, we need a woman president. We need a woman president. What is your actual reasoning behind that? Just so you can say a woman's president. Right. We've seen how that went a couple of years back. That's not a, it's not a good idea. Okay. In the household. Okay. I ask them the same thing. Who, who really has the final say as far as, well, just in general, let's say there's. All right. I hate to admit this. But <laughs> even when he's a hundred percent wrong, I always back him on everything he says. Even when he's a hundred percent wrong, <laughs> I tell him how stupid he is later. But I never put him down in front of anybody else, and he's a hundred percent right every time. If he wants to go, let's just say a church for an example, he wants to go there. I don't like it. He says we need to go there. We go there because he's the man of the house. It's not that I have to listen to him. It's that I respect him enough to listen to him. Now, sometimes it's backfired really bad. Okay. That goes the other way, too. That's not accurate. <laughs> yes, it is accurate. When, when do I get the say? 
Y'all just go ahead and fight. Yeah, let's fight. <laughs> like, when, when have I got to say? A lot of times. I wish y'all could see my face. <laughs> a lot of times. Okay, we're going to leave this one here for later. <laughs> you remember this. You remember that time we did that podcast? You said that thing? Yeah, I still remember it. I don't. Like, so um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Fair enough. Whatever. Um, love you. Oh, I love you too. Um, what was the next? There was important questions. Uh, about. Oh, well, we've been talking about the uh, influences on kids. Mm. And just how it seems like the nuclear family in general is breaking down reasons behind it that are bigger than us. Uh, just in general, what are your thoughts on how a kid should be raised? Should they be taught to be gay or what sex is in kindergarten? No, not in kindergarten. Okay. No, I think. Um... What is a well rounded care for a child okay wife. and i've just seen this just in my life um when you get like 13 14 you know that's a curious age mm -hmm. if we're honest at that age we were all curious we were all questioning everything that's when we were finding out about hormones exactly <laughs> exactly and i think kids need to know that they have all these hormones and that they're gonna have these thoughts and that they're gonna be curious and want to try things, but realistically, and I guess it's if you're a Christian home or not, really, mm -hmm. um, is teaching the difference between right and wrong right. and then letting it be a grown-up decision. I mean, I, this is going to sound ugly, but you let a 13-year-old boy chop his penis off and then one day... He's when 18, he's grown and, and then he's like, mature. oh, man, I wish I had my penis right now. You know, like, it's not, <laughs> it's it's not okay. You're letting sure, children yeah. make, make adult decisions. Exactly. I can tell you a lot of times I was glad I had one. <laughs> <laughs> Even but, if it's just a pee outside, I mean, I'm happy about it. But now they're like, okay, for instance, in today's culture. Yeah, that too. They're not even putting male or it's female the yeah. on the birth certificate. They're letting the child decide what they want to be. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, I'm not even kidding. I mean, so <clears throat> when you're born and you're born with a vagina, that clearly makes you a girl. Am I wrong? Did I miss no. that? Am I right? In today's society, I don't know. Like, you're completely wrong. I don't understand that. Yes, now, <laughs> if if you want to have every part there is available to you after you're 18, you are free to do so. I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to like it. But go get every part you want. You I don't care. Rocky Horror Picture Show? Go I mean, that's your choice <laughs> at 18. And yes, you should have a choice to be a dinosaur if you want to be a... A spaceship. I'll call you a rhinoceros if you want me to, but that doesn't mean that I agree with it, and it doesn't mean that I like it, and that's okay. And that's the problem that I have with, you know, um, everything that's going on. Now. Yeah, and that's a good way to put it. Um, is we have to be wrong, and everybody else has to be right. That's the difference between a rational, tolerant person, right, and yeah. a progressive. Right. Quote, nowadays, yeah. is we are able to say, 
okay, I don't think you're a spaceship, but you want to be called a spaceship? All right, you're a spaceship. Exactly. I don't have to like it. I don't have to like you. But if I do have to interact with you, I'll be respectful I, enough to. Hey, call spaceship, you a is spaceship. that is that piece of wood over there? Is it cut uh, down to size? Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And, it, and it's it, to me, it's common sense, but. I don't think that exists anymore. Right. I, don't, I don't think it's a thing anymore. It's, it's very good. rare. Very rare. Personally, though, uh, at that point of uh, going by someone, what they identify as, personally, and it's probably because I don't have a lot of, you know, at stake or put on the line to for doing it, is that I wouldn't agree with it. And I probably wouldn't entertain the idea of it. And I won't play your weird little fantasy. So, uh, a weird perverted fantasy at that. But uh, I'd have to say no on trying to I think, entertain the idea of it. I think the the biggest problem that I have is is their incessant, nonstop need to be recognized to go after. Yes. Not only that, but to go after kids. Exactly. It's like that's Israelites what turn around. That's what they're after is the children. Mm-hmm. They want access to allow it or to change or sway their mind mm-hmm. because they can't argue with a logical person, but they can take the moldable mind of a child and turn it into whatever perversion they want it to be. I, I think right. there is a level of pedophilia that just permeates that whole. Dude, I that whole identity crisis thing. Yeah, where I, I, some people may think that's crazy, but I feel like it's a bigger picture. No, it's something small it, that yeah. can in grow California, exactly. there was a there was a politician that was that was adv- advocating for pedophilia is a sexuality sexual, sexual orientation. orientation. Yeah. Not a crime. They're saying they were trying. <laughs> yeah. They were trying to argue that that certain adults are attracted to children from the because of their the lack of interaction with other children. They or wanted something to add an extra younger. letter to the LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, they're saying it's a condition rather than. They made medication for crime. that, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, here's here, uh, I'm just saying they were trying yeah. to make it a sexual orientation. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with that. I, I That's think, disgusting. I think it's because yeah. there's a lot of people who are involved in that. That if it ever yes. came out that they were, they wouldn't be prosecuted. So for they're trying it. to make reptilian it okay. overlords, man. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, no, I'm but just, just recently there was a, a a a politician just like last week that got. Uh, a little bit of house arrest down from like 99 years or something like that to down to house arrest for the exact same thing I just told you about mm-hmm. that, that it was not that it wasn't the sexual orientation thing they were just saying that he was harmless because he had child pornography and stuff like that on his computer How and was that he was harmless? trading with that well this is just what the judge said anyway after yeah, yeah. after the lawyers got done and all this and they were saying that it was just his lack of interaction or something with as a child his childhood was messed up and so they felt that it was okay and he got like a year of house arrest yeah see that that's the thing there's got to be a point where um one my advice to anybody that is listening to this podcast do not come to me and tell me that you are a minor attractive person because i'm going to beat your ass that's just the way it's going to turn out so don't come find in me 
I got too many kids, man. Fuck that's right. This is so disgusting. Yeah. Well, and but I, and that, but that's what I'm saying though is that whole thing. I is there's there's another agenda there that nobody wants to talk about. One, why are you sexually perverted? Let's ask that question first. You know, okay, somebody's a lesbian. Not really. You know, we have friends that are are gay. They can be gay. That's fine. They're some of the greatest people that I know. Yeah. But when you are forcing, I, I that's the underlying yeah. thing that I'm talking about. Yeah. When you're reaching for the children, yeah. Then it becomes a problem. If you want to, whatever an Amer- a free American wants to do inside their home, none of my business. Yep. And it ain't the government's business to meddle. But when you are openly forcing your views and want your views forced onto children, that is not, because now there's no standard. That's the problem. Nobody has a base in which to argue from anymore. There's no moral standard. No. They want that gone, so you have nothing to argue from. Yeah. You Because if, if you don't have a base, you can't build anything. These people just float in the air and pull whatever out of their ass to make an argument. But when you try to bring it down to a logical pro- thought process, no, it, 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 can't, it can't happen with these people. So one, if you can't think rationally, you're mentally ill. There's, there's got to be a problem there. Um, not saying that gay people are mentally ill. What I'm saying is when you go after children to ensure that they will be or will want to be, there's a problem. Well, it's like that gay choir who was saying, we're coming after your kids. A lot of them were convicted pedophiles, sex offenders. Wow. Someone actually did the research on them and matched faces and names. And a lot of them in the choir that was singing that, <laughs> yeah, we're convicted. Yeah, I, I so maybe. Oh, sorry. You no, know. So maybe the price of progressivism, of fem, feminism, the uh, toxic masculinity. Uh, let's see what else. Just things in general that seem that comes with progressivism, things that uh, gradually progress. We lose uh, values. You lose the core of humanity. Yeah. Is what it is. Joe, so, what was you? What, what were you saying? I, I was saying I agree with what you said. Is I I have gay friends and I think they're great. Yeah. And I'll joke with them. Sure. And I'll be gay with them, not literally, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll play with them. I, right. And I have nothing against them. And sure. they, they can talk to me about anything they want to, and right. I'm talking to them about anything they want to. But I'm not going after their kids and telling their kids that they need to be straight. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it you goes. Know, to like you know the gay parades and stuff, like I don't care if you want to be be gay. That's your choice. But I don't have to have a parade for you. I don't have to shut, shut down everybody's business. Yeah, I don't have to shut down a whole block for you to spend the day. You don't need a month. Like you're a human being, live your life. If yeah. that's what you want to do, do it. But why do you need all this extra validation? Like, yeah, like well, why? That makes no sense to me. I think that's the biggest question that I have about the whole thing is why... Why such a huge push on it? Why, yeah, and why why the push for the children? 
why? That's you, the part I mean, that irritates me the most yeah, is the kids. I, like, you know, I, 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 personally, we, control and depopulation. Because okay. gay people don't reproduce. That's very accurate. We literally talked about this earlier. <laughs> yeah, think a heterosexual that you have in your life. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, there's, there's, I don't know. There's things that are deeper that I guess not necessarily going to get into on this particular podcast, but I, I listen to other podcasts that go a lot deeper, you know, some people call them rabbit holes, but they're really not. Um, and what were conspiracy theories 10 out of 10 now? You know, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I was about to say, well, yeah, just, I was a crazy person a yeah. few years ago, just saying. Yeah, I mean, I was a crazy person a few but years ago. But a logical thinking person who stood back away from the situation and said, let me look at everything mm-hmm. and what am I being told? You know, what what's what's being told to me? What am I being shown? Um, what's happened before. What's happened before. Yeah. And made a rational decision exactly. for themselves yeah. instead mm-hmm. of just taking it at yeah, that's right. And so people like us are a problem. Mm-hmm. We're problematic because we can't, we're not going to bend. Flow. Exactly. We're not going to yeah. bend to fear. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got to die one day. It's going to be from something. So if, I, if I'm going to, I mean, I could get killed on the way to work. So if I get COVID at work, whatever. I've had the flu. or You know, and these people are thinking everybody's going to die. But it comes out that they're, they lied about it. comes out that they lied about the um the vaccine and, and how safe it was. Pump it's, the numbers up on everything. On yeah. everything. And and so every, every if I want real news, I'm probably going to turn Alex Jones on. If I really want to know what's going on in the world. And he is the most insane person you've ever heard in your life, <laughs> but he was right about certain things years A lot of and things. years mm-hmm. in advance. He, people called him crazy, dude, and he is crazy. He's crazy. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. He is yeah, he's something else. <laughs> but the dude has been right more times yeah. than he's been wrong, and you can't deny his numbers, dude. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, um, yeah, we went from. Well, I mean, the, the the main point of of it all is that when it comes to uh, children and feminism and families and everything else, that mm-hmm. there's it's an attack on all sides. Yeah. That the nuclear family, or just a a family in general, which is Mom, father, child. Children, yeah. Yeah. Nuclear family. That's what it takes. And then is there's an attack coming from all sides, from everybody else who don't think rationally, who don't care, who don't have no moral values, and they berate you and pelt you over and over and over and over again against everybody that it's terrible to be a straight man. It's terrible to be a straight. Yeah, it's terrible to be a straight mom. It's terrible to be masculine. It's terrible to be feminine, true feminism. Yeah, not that you know? trumped up shit yeah. that they got going on now. It's yeah. terrible to be to teach their teach kids core values of love, respect, you know, honor, integrity, being a decent person, you know. And when you t- when you raise them right, things fall into place later. Mm-hmm. That don't seem right, you know, because God forbid you teach a kid how to be rational about things, you know, to think for themselves freely. But that's not what they want. That's not what everybody else wants. And I think that's the point of this is that when it comes to families, feminism and all that other stuff, it 
it gets uh, very treacherous of ground to walk. There's a kiddo who hangs out with our kid, and um, I, I can tell the difference in like city life also versus mm-hmm. you know backwoods life, if you will, country life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to offend you, but uh, this, that, and the other. Like I didn't know what the word offended mean meant. You know, like it was just. Offended was a bad thing. And then yeah. now it's like everything is, oh, but I don't want to offend them. I don't want to offend them. Are you kidding me? Mm. The day that I stop being offended at something, like I've lost my soul. Mm. Like it's okay to be offended. Mm. Like it's not going to have your own opinion. Exactly. It's okay. Do you think that that's where all this delusional garbage comes from? People don't want to offend other people so they won't tell them the truth, the blunt truth? Definitely. Mm. Definitely. Then, then it's who, just making everything okay. Yeah. Then who ingrained in them? to be worried about being offended. Yeah. Because I'm going to live my life and enjoy my life, and I'm not going to go around just on purpose offending people. Yeah. But I'm I'm going to live my life, and you can live your life, and that's okay. And if you do something I don't like, it's okay, because that's not me. You know? If, if you want to do that, that's... Do it. Whatever you want to do. But... I'm not going to worry about this whole offending thing. And that's, it's very hard as a business owner because sometimes I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't say that because it might go in the pooper, you mm-hmm. know? And like, I hate thinking like that. Like I can't even, sometimes it, it depends on who's in, who's in my chair. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I can't talk about that with them. Like I'm not going there. That's going to add more stress because you're does. constantly having to like, it does. Is it okay? Is it not okay? Right. And I don't want to, I don't want to be like that all day, like be this way with this person and this way it's with exhausting. this person. It is. But it, to an extent, you kind of have to, mm-hmm. but I hate it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think there was, I think it was people, there were people who gave up. Yeah. I really think it, it was, because you look at most of the stuff coming out of these big cities, um, like we talked about earlier, the difference between you know a kid going to school here and a kid going to school mm-hmm. in a big city is here we have teachers that the buck stops there. It's like, all right, I'm going to make a conscious decision to not teach that or participate in whatever they want me to, you know, whatever propaganda there's out there. But then you had these, you know, liberal colleges pumping these teachers out and they're not going to leave the city. They're going to stay in the city. They're going to teach those kids um, and they're going to indoctrinate them just like they were. Um, and for some reason they were convinced that it was free thinking, um, and it was, you know, progressive or whatever, but there was a disconnect somewhere. And I think people just got tired. They got tired of fighting the, the whole battle. And, um, all you had to do was replace those people that gave up with people who were already on that same thought process. And I, I think that's, it's been a slow but now it's ramping up more. It was slow to begin with. It's the long game. Um, you don't you don't take over a country or a society overnight. You can't do it. Um, and the only way to do it is just infect it with a disease and <clears throat> and just let it spread because it will run its course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, let it run its course until it's it's done doing what it's going to do. And um, unfortunately, America's the host. Yeah. And I, I think there's not enough people out there that are willing to say, you know what, I don't care about your feelings. You know. If you hit a pine tree going 100 miles an hour this evening and die, I don't care. Um, you know, that's 
it, it it's the way America should be. Mm-hmm. Mind your business. And I don't know if this is relevant, but here it is. Like in school, Kaylin had an assignment last year, and it was about religions, and they talked about every religion mm-hmm. in this assignment except for Christianity. <coughs> and it is it helpful for her to know other religions to be able to? Now, I'm not going to shove Christianity down her throat, but when she's in this house, we're going to teach her what we believe. Right. And later on in life, that's a decision that she'll have to make, but I would like to hope that we put... A good foundation. Exactly. Exactly. Well, she's my kid. And and that's us as parents. Yes. But, like, and, and I think it's good for her to have this knowledge and to know these things, but why aren't we teaching that anymore? Like, why is that one... Not as important as Islam. Why is that one not as important as being a Muslim? Like, who are they to say? Right. It's a double standard. Well, and the same it question exactly comes up right. from the from the opposing side is, who are you to say? Well, here's who am I to say? I'm the parent. Right. This is my child, biologically blood mine. She didn't do that assignment, by the way. And <laughs> that's my business in it. That's who I am to say, because I want my child to have what I know to be a base. Right. The foundation to be a decent person to be around, to cooperate with others. Again, treating everybody the way they would want to be treated, you know, not necessarily agreeing with everybody. I mean, but but I think there's... We were taught in school that that was the golden rule. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Yeah, I mean, you, you just treated people a certain way. Um, but I, I think, again, that the battle... The ball got dropped. Yeah, people just gave up yeah. and got tired of fighting that that thing. And now we're left now with it's a slow roll. Well, you, it's not a fast roll at this point. If you look at how, <clears throat> I guess this generation, let's say our generation, we're becoming the generation that fought in World War Two. Mm-hmm. That's what we're becoming. And before that, you got a lot of people that are going back to fundamentals because they're saying, okay. We gotta draw a line somewhere. Yeah, and they and and to the downfall of the other agenda is they didn't realize the fortitude that people like us have. They wouldn't banking on that. They were like, "Oh, they'll give up." Well, America didn't turn out the way that it turned out just because we we laid down. Yeah, you know, and they and they I think it was a very poor calculation that can't be corrected now. Um, and it makes me worried for this generation because you know. Once we get on up in age, and they become the young adults of our country, what is going to happen? What are y'all? You know, like I feel like it's going to have to crash and burn before anything gets better. And it's horrible. Is I mean, horrible as that is, but like, okay, history repeats itself in extent. You know, in a sense, that's what you've always heard, and it has in a lot of ways. And there was a documentary I was watching on Netflix a while back, and it was about the Holocaust survivors, and they were asking them, you know, like, what led up to this? How did you get here? And they're like, you know, well, this little bit was changed in the government, or this little bit was changed, and it was just bits and pieces, little at a time, and then, boom, Hitler and genocide and, like, all these horrible things because they just kept complying and kept complying because, you know, it wasn't 
that much at a time. And oh, I just, it doesn't affect I me. feel like yeah. that's mm-hmm. kind of where we are yeah. in a sense of like history repeating itself, mm-hmm. but in a different sense. God, I yeah. hope it doesn't lead to that. But you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think, uh, I, I think, I, I, I think the Nazi idea never died. I think it was adopted. Um, you look at how the world changed after World War II. How drastic it changed in America. You had the you had the fifties where it kind of started getting you know. Then you had the sixties and seventies, and it was a free for all. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're kind of at that sixties and seventies stage. I could see that. Except for it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not love and peace anymore. Uh-huh. I, but I, I, I just think we're we're at a point where this goes back to. I know it sounds like we're all you know talking about the family, but we're not. It goes back to in the home families mm-hmm. and and how Building that foundation. That's right. And how it's being, how a family is portrayed. Um, how the kid sees families interact, how they see mom and dad interact, because how they see mom and dad interact is how they interact with other people. That's true, too. And another thing, you know, is, you know, we're we're guilty of it. Our kid has a phone, but if she goes to a friend's house, I'd like to be able to get in contact with her. But this technology is raising our kids. And they have everything. Have y'all seen like the YouTube advertisements that are on there now? Mm -mm. Oh Oh, my gosh, we were seeing one. It was it was ridiculous. But like, not only just that, but even in school, there's they don't carry books. They use Chromebooks. There's no. I'm having this trouble right now. So my child, I'm not gonna say her name, but she's having problems with her eyes, and they Mm -hmm. she's at risk for retinal detachment. She's at risk for glaucoma. She's at risk for another thing. And so the doctor's orders was to cut back on screen time yeah. to one hour a day. So I had to get the doctor to send a school note. Yeah. And she was like, that is like impossible. Mm-hmm. Because even though they're going to school, they're still virtual learning. It's just all at on school. computers. Yeah. Every, almost all of it's on almost computers. Every bit of it. And it goes to, okay, so we're fully relying on technology at this point. Yeah. What if? They cut that out. What if technology dies? We and They're I, I, I love my kid, but this may be the dumbest generation. And in a sense, yeah, yeah. the I smartest mean, but dumbest in like it, the exactly, realistic sense. Exactly, because they can't. Can they add <coughs> subtract on their own? Can do they? They know? no longer have an imagination. Can they anymore. problem solve? Like really. Can you problem solve? Can they figure out a situation? And, you know, I've been around kids who are like, I need the phone. I need to get on Roblox. I need to get on Minecraft. I need to go, go outside and eat some dirt. Yeah. yeah. Like, just just go be a kid. Like, they just, don't know how. No. Well, there's, there's... I'm struggling with my own kids with that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, if we go outside, what do we do? Go make a cafe in the yard and serve some mud pies. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember doing that. And you yeah. know, going outside and riding my bike until my legs felt like they were going to fall off. But Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's getting them to the point where, you know, again, they don't want them to learn any life skills. Yeah. No, no self-reliant skill. If you, you take paper away and you go completely paperless, whoever is in control of that information can alter it and cut it off. In a way, it's like... Uh, 
the Nazis when they burned books controlling information. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. now it's controlled by technology. Yeah, there's technology no need to burn a book. It's a different... Uh-huh. You just get rid of the, the book. You they don't know. even have to get rid of it. They can just make it unacquirable. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They just yeah. funnel it whatever they want right and through yeah. to you. Yeah. Have y'all heard of unschooling? I've literally, like, I just learned this word the other day. I'm like, what is unschooling? And it's pretty much where you take your kid out of school and you teach them what they're interested in. And it doesn't have to be on a computer. And you can yeah. get it, like, approved by the state because it has to be legally approved. Yeah. But, like, if your kid wants to grow up to be a mechanic, you can, like, teach them things and you know, help boost and, that. And, you know, early I, trade. Yeah, early yes. trade, yeah. Well, Learn I, life. I think that's a fantastic idea. Yes. I mean, let's be for real. Like, for real, for real. How many of us are scientists and needed to know Right. All. So they would be lacking in a lot of other areas. Exactly. For me, if it was up to me, because like, I'm not good at math. Like, I can teach you basic stuff, but like, I suck. I, yeah, you know, and I can see geometry. That's important. Yes. We, we need to know, or geography. We need to know, you know, our surroundings. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I, But, like, finding the circumference of a square, I don't really have to do that, you know, yeah. in what I do. See, but, but, I, but I do. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it's different for everyone. Exactly. So if you find that trait, you can learn, you know, it, it, and you have the opportunity to change later. If that's yeah. not what you want to do, you can pick something else. But And that's like in high school. I see now that they have cosmetology in high school. Had I had that then, I would have probably, you know, been more successful up until this point in my life. But I didn't have that. And I went through several different things to figure out what I wanted, which is fine. Because that's what you have to do, you know figure out what you want mm-hmm. but if you're if you're taught these you know different trades if you have these other options and you learn just about that you're it, it's good to be well-rounded and mm-hmm. have other information in your noggin but some people don't need some of the stuff that you want like it just you waste your time you waste a lot of time yeah. a lot of time so Final thoughts. Uh, we're screwed. That's <laughs> <laughs> so where I've been at. Um, I feel like it starts at home. It really does. Like, the world has gone yeah. to shit, yes, but, like, what you teach your kids and what you instill in your children goes a long way, and it, it really starts at home. You've got to know what you want to give your children. I think that's where the ball was dropped, was mm-hmm. in the home. Yeah. You were asking that earlier where where somebody dropped or you said somebody dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. The parents did, man. The previous Definitely. generation really dropped the ball because they didn't instill those morals and values into their children and those children went off rampant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were letting the schools raise their children. Right. Uh, and I'm definitely on board with what Brooke said, you know, like it, it definitely does start in the home and I don't know. You would think that as a teacher or someone in a child's life, you would be able to explain the common sense to the children, but you can't even, you, you can't be, be realistic anymore. And I think the teacher, other than the parent, because the child's at school majority of their lives, let's be for real, 
and you know everything that they learn there at school there's and, and there's no discipline not at all like because everybody's terrified yeah, to do anything like oh well if I get them in trouble then I'm gonna be in trouble and whatever so I think I don't believe in beating a child but I don't I also don't believe the term in like redirection but I do to a point like, of course, you have to redirect them and be like, no, you can't do that. But explain to them why. Yeah. You can't do that because this may happen or that might happen. So let's not do that. That's fine redirection. But I don't know. Like, a good spank on the, on the butt never hurt nobody. Like, don't beat your kid. But if they're, do, if they're screaming in your face, that's not okay. Like don't don't just let it happen. That's not okay. Like you the roles of parents and children. That one has also been very that, that's gone. That's right. A friendship. I like I, and I like what Jordan Peterson said. I, I listen to him a lot, and he said, "Don't let your kids do anything that makes you not like them." And I was like, hmm. "Okay, that makes sense." They they said because his point was they got to grow up to be. Around other people, they and that's how you get by in life is to be courteous to other people and to interact with other people in a certain way, because doing the opposite ain't gonna help. Yeah, that's pretty good. So I mean, it was like, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but I, I think, uh, as far as my final thought, um, I think that the people that would listen to this podcast, um, and if I could speak to or if we could speak to every family out there that, that felt the same way, is keep doing the right thing. Yeah. And don't stop. That's how you it's fight. it's not easy. Generationally. It's not going to be easy. No. And it, it never will be. But, but put and your... And it's okay to be your kid's friend, but you have to be their parent first. Yes. You can be there to 100%. listen. Exactly. And you can be there to support them. I want my that. kid to love me. I want my kid to want to be around me. I want my right. kid... To see me in, in, in the eyes of a friend. However, I want her to know that I'm her mother. You set that boundary. Exactly. In that narrative. Exactly. And that's where they learn boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, they learn it at home. So, to, I mean. So it goes all the way back to it starts at home. <laughs> yeah, it does. It starts with the family. And, and to everybody out there that's got a family, just keep doing the right thing. And, you know, don't let these people who will absolutely fade in time and history will forget hinder what you're doing today because they're they don't matter they don't live in your home they only live in your home when you let them live in your home yeah and and the same the same goes with with anything in life you're the parent you're in control you set the boundaries you draw the lines you Decide what reality is for your kid and because that's your job. And so you have to have a base, regardless if you're religious or not. You have to teach your kid some moral standard. Yeah. You have to teach them how to interact with people. Now, if they grow up to be a nihilist or whatever and they just hate life, that's their problem. But You did your best. You yeah. did, you, you did, but you, you set it at home and most kids aren't going to abandon... The thought of saying, I think I need advice in this situation. I'm going to call mom or dad. Regardless if 
the family's still together or, you know, mom and dad's still married, whatever, they're going to call one of the two. It's just the way it is. So just keep, just keep doing the right thing. And I mean, don't, don't let those people who are the minority run your home because they only have power when you let them have it. So when you tell them to shut the fuck up, guess what? <laughs> that ends the conversation. They can get louder and louder, but that's fine. It's just like a kid throwing a temper tantrum. Eventually, they're going to get tired of screaming. And so that how do you deal with a kid like that? Shut up. I've heard enough. It cuts it off. The argument's not there. The only time it works is when you argue back. When you acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You give it life when you acknowledge mm-hmm. it. All right. So my final thoughts is going to be that the hope of the future starts in the home. Yeah. And it ends in the home. That wraps it up. That wraps it up. We're yeah. just bystanders. <laughs> y'all keep bystanding with us. Bye, y'all. Goodbye.